All righty. So I am here with Chase and Tanner Siffert. Um, how are you both doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Happy to be on this podcast to get after it today. And Tanner? Me as well. I'm doing doing well. Excited to be on the Leo podcast. I've seen him on Instagram and uh, I've listened to a couple of them before. So excited that my brother and I could be a part of it today. Yeah, and I'm actually really excited for this this episode to be able to chat with both of you. Um, Tanner, you're currently in South Carolina, correct? Yes, sir, I am. And you're playing some summer baseball. You said it's a month-long intensive uh, summer league, not counting the playoffs. You have 24 games. How's that experience been like? It's been a lot of fun. Like, given that I've lived in lived in Laverne my entire life, gone to like elementary school, middle school, high school, and now college. Finally, like, got out of California and got like a different experience of like the baseball talent across the country. And then while I'm doing it with uh, two of my roommates. It's been a lot of fun and it's been it's been a new experience for me and uh, my teammates. Most definitely. And Chase, you're at home still working away. How's everything going at home? Uh, pretty good. Just had a little arm issue. So, yeah, my arm had a little banged up towards the end of the season last year. So this summer, I'm um, just trying to get it healthy through physical therapy. And if I get it um, healthy and feels good throwing quick enough, then I have the option to join a summer team, which I will do. But the main focus is just getting stronger this summer and getting my arm healthy. That's great to hear, Chase. Uh, now, both of you have been playing for how long? I, know I was talking to Chase for a little bit before. He's saying probably around four years old. Is that the same for you, Tanner? Uh, yes, I started playing when I was four in the Laverne City League. It wasn't Little League. And then I played two years of that. And then I joined Laverne Little League around like five or six mm-hmm. and played all the way through that. And then around like 10 years old, I started playing travel ball during like the, the winter months when the Little League was out of season. So I've been playing baseball year round probably since I've started playing baseball around four, but then started playing year round when I turned 10 years old. Was there ever a different sport that both of you played and were like, Maybe this is actually a sport that I like more, or was it always baseball? Uh, for me, it was definitely – I we both played soccer growing up, basketball, but basketball we probably – I stopped after, I want to say, elementary school. And then I played soccer all the way up to high school going into the freshman year, and I decided I'm just going to focus on baseball, play year-round. and um, So, yeah, I played soccer up to – freshman year and then it just stuck to baseball throughout all high school and Tanner and then same thing for me I always played baseball and soccer I started playing soccer at a very young age and I was pretty good at it and played like AYSO and on uh, different club teams but once Mm. we started getting older and started playing baseball year-round I stopped showing up to soccer practices and so I I wanted to be fully committed to the team. And I knew that like, I wasn't showing up to soccer practices that like I wasn't fully bought in. So I knew I had to choose baseball or soccer and baseball was always my passion since I was a little kid. So I ended up choosing baseball going into high school, but like my brother, I both played, we both played all the way up until eighth grade going into freshman year. Yeah. Um, What has it been like uh, for both of you being able to stay local literally throughout your entire playing career uh, for the most part? Um, 
I mean, staying local, some people always don't want to stay local for college. They want to go out of state. They want to go experience something new. And that's always cool going out into the country and experience something new, going out in the real world. But I mean, living right down the street is always nice. You could come home, get a nice little meal for dinner. Or if you're too tired to do your laundry, you could always come home, bring it home, let the parents do it. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't really mind going to college right down the street. It would be cool to go out and experience something new, but I'm not really, uh, I don't really mind living in Laverne my whole entire life. Tanner. And then for me, I would to piggyback off of Chase is kind of like a blessing in disguise. Like throughout high school, I didn't really want to go to college right down the street. Kind of like Chase, I wanted to go out, be on my own, do something like away from my parents, kind of be independent. But then once I got the opportunity to play baseball at University of Laverne, I was super excited. And like Chase said, it's so close to home. Our parents come to all, most of, if not all of the games, even the away games, because we don't have like any teams that are out of state in our conference. So our parents are able to show up to the majority of the games. And like Chase said, like I live off campus with five other roommates, but on Sundays I always go home, do my laundry, eat dinner with my parents, and I just head back later that night. So it's been a really good experience these past three years. And what was the ultimate decision for you both to decide to, to play at the University of Laverne? I know, Tanner, you said that you had the opportunity to play baseball. Was that solely the reason that you said, okay, you know what, I think I might go here? Yeah, so for me, going into the senior year of uh, high school, I, didn't, I had a couple schools that I applied to, but nothing was going to be for baseball. I was just going to be as a regular student. And then once I got the opportunity to come to Laverne and given the opportunity to play baseball, I jumped right on it because I knew that I still wanted to play baseball. So that having the opportunity to play baseball and the class sizes was like really a major factor on why I chose Laverne because I like the small interaction, small class sizes, and you get that like one-on-one -on -one relationship with your professors. So those two reasons were a big factor for me. And Chase, how about you? Pretty much the same thing. Um, just the small class sizes. I enjoy having 10 people in your classes. You get that really good connection with your uh, professor. And then just having the opportunity to play baseball, just like Tanner, I applied to some other schools, but nothing was for baseball. And for Laverne, I had the opportunity to play baseball. I knew I didn't want to stop after after high school. So I just decided to come to Laverne. And then also um, my mom used to work here at, at the University of Laverne. So we get a we get a pretty good discount. But I would say the main one and the main reason why I came to Laverne is just to continue my baseball career into college. And Chase, what is it? What has the experience been like thus far at Laverne, uh, being coached by Coach Winterburn and also just aside from baseball, just the academics and, and the social and personal life at ULV? Well, like I just said before, the academics is amazing, really good professors. They really care about all their students. And just since the class sizes are so small, you really get that one-on-one -on -one connection. So you can really build a good bond with your teacher and they really care about you. They're not going to want, they're not a teacher who want to fail their students. If you're doing bad, they'll pull you into the classroom and ask you what's going on and, and why you're not doing good. And then coach Winterburn, he's just a great coach, not even, not just a great coach, but also a great person. He gets you better, not just in baseball, but he's also preparing you for the real world after baseball. One of our, um, 
important or like one of our rules at on the baseball team is to show up early and that's just going to help you like I said in the real world like if you're going to show you're going to want to show up to your job or everything early but um yeah Winter Burns is just a great person and he he's a great guy to be around for four years I'm going to miss him after him and Tanner what about you for your experience at ULV yeah I've had a great experience uh freshman year I lived in the new citrus dorms and that's where I met a lot of the kids in my grade that played baseball. And I feel like even though like I was right down the street living on campus was like a big factor on how I got to become so close to my team and the class sizes, professors, they're all very well. I, I like them. They, they're all there for the kids. They're not there for themselves. So I feel like that connection with them is really well. And then Coach Winterburn, Chase and I have been going to the camps since we were little kids. Our parents were like, you guys can go to summer daycare or you can go like to the University of Laverne baseball camps right down the street. And so Chase and I always chose to go to the University of Laverne baseball camps. Mm -hmm. So we've known Coach Winterburn since we probably were around like six, seven or eight, right around that age group. And like my brother was saying, like the life lessons, he teaches us not only on the field, but off the field and how to be professional young men and how we're going to go out and contribute to society after we're done playing baseball at the University of Laverne has just been a very positive experience for myself. That's great to hear both of you uh, thriving and enjoying your time um, being there. And I didn't know that you had known Coach Winterburn for so long and being able to have uh, some type of connection already prior to coming to ULV. Um, what are both of your goals? Tanner, we'll start with you, uh, since I believe you're going to be the one that finishes school first, but I could be mistaken, but what are your goals post college? So after college, uh, my, my main goal is I want to be a firefighter. And so like right now I'm going to university of Laverne to get a bachelor's in business administration mm -hmm. and a concentration in uh, management, but I'm kind of doing that as like a backup because it's so broad, I could apply it to anywhere. Yeah. But after I graduate from the University of Laverne, I want to go to a Mount Sac Fire Academy and then go through that program and then maybe be a paramedic, maybe be a firefighter. And most recently, I've been looking into a, like a wildland firefighter where like they go into like the fires with like shovels and like chainsaws that they're called hot shots. So I've been looking to that, but my main goal, like down the line, I want to be like a firefighter at, at a normal station. That's awesome. And Chase? Yeah, um, pretty much same thing. Going to college to get that degree to get, I'm going to get a bachelor's degree in communications and same with the business degree. It's just so broad. You can, you can use it for several different things and it's just a backup plan. But once I graduate, I want to plan on going to trade school to become a linesman and hopefully work for Edison. And then I've been looking at a couple other trades. One is the elevator technician or an electrician. But my goal right now is to graduate with that uh, bachelor's degree and then go to trade school to be a linesman and then move up the ranks with that degree. Uh, it'll be easier to move up the ranks with mm -hmm. the degree. Yeah, great plans for both of you. That's awesome. Um, do you, both of you still plan on staying local? I know local has been kind of a theme for, for your entire lives. Is, is Laverne, Southern California area home? Uh, for me, I plan on going, I know they're the, 
for the trade schools for linesmen. There's one up near Chico and then there's one in Idaho. So right now I've been looking into those two. And uh, once I graduate that school, I really don't care where I'll be working. Maybe not somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, but like just find a job and get some experience there. And then I want to try to relocate back to Southern California and work uh, for Edison because Edison is like the top of the notch for that type of job. So um, I don't mind going somewhere else, but I've been, my plan is to relocate back to Southern California and get, and get a job for Edison. Nice. Tanner. And then for me, I would prefer to stay in Southern California because the weather's so nice. Like right now I'm in South Carolina and like some days it's like, 85 degrees with like 70% humidity and thunderstorms just rolling through. It's like the weather's so nice. Yeah. The weather's so nice in uh, Southern California. And I've just been there my entire life. Like I wouldn't mind living in Laverne for the rest of my life. Cause it's just such a great community and the people in there are just, they're there for each other. So Southern California would be ideal, but I'd be willing to go anywhere to be a firefighter. Yeah. And I mean, especially during the summers, firefighters are definitely needed and, across the entire state of California. So, um, for sure. Do, do both of you follow baseball pretty regularly or more so just playing? Um, I follow it pretty regularly. I'm a Mets fan. So, um, this year they've got off to a pretty hot start. So I've been following not just them closely, but I'm always following them. will be yes. And ten, are you 10? Are you a Mets fan too? Uh, no, I'm a Phillies fan. Philadelphia Phillies fan. And both of you were from Southern California your entire lives. What's going on here? I don't, uh, so for me, like the Phillies, my mom's from Pennsylvania. And so like growing up, we always had family that lived right outside of Philadelphia. And so like they are in April, she played softball in college. And so she was a big influence. And so she always knew a lot about the Phillies. So like, Mm -hmm. I was always like looking into like their team and I just got to know a lot of the players. So that's probably why I was drawn to be a Phillies fan. But for me, I follow professional baseball quite a bit. But like one of my favorite sports to watch is college baseball. Okay. Like every weekend, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm always watching the games in my off time. Like maybe like I'm doing homework, I'll have the game on in the background. So like my biggest passion is watching college baseball. Are there, are there specific college baseball teams that you're dialed in on the weekends watching? Uh. I have two favorite teams. I like watching Ole Miss, and then I also like watching uh, Mississippi State. Okay. But watching just, like, the SEC baseball is, like, the competition and level that those kids are playing at. They're the same age as us, but, like, I like to see, like, what they're doing, like, how their swing is and, like, how I can apply it to myself because they're 18 through 22, 23 years old. They're the same age as us, so I like to see, like, what they're doing and what's making them so successful at their young age. Yeah. Chase, how did, how did you become a Mets fan? Um, I don't know. I, when I was younger, I just really liked watching David Wright play the game. And he just went, he just, yeah, I was just watching him play. And he was just one of my favorite players when, when we were younger. And then once they got uh, Jose Reyes, I enjoyed watching him run around the bases, how quick he was. And since I played middle infield, I just really, I just really enjoyed him. But overall, my best, my favorite player to watch was Dustin Pajoya. He's probably the same body height as, or same body type as me, short, righty, not too big, but can still, is just aggressive and gets after it. But 
yeah, I don't know. I just loved watching David Wright play the game. So that's how I became a Mets fan and just liked them ever since. That's awesome. That's awesome that bo like both of you brothers, very close in age. I think Chase was just saying a year and 18 months or something like that, or total of 18 months. Um, yeah. But, and both different fans. So I know a hot topic in MLB has been um, the use of foreign substances or sticky substances for pitchers. Do, do either of you have any takes on that? Um, I personally, I don't think pitchers should be using um, sticky substances just because hitters aren't using something to make the ball go farther off their bat. I know uh, Tyler Glasnow came out this past week about him having a UCL tear in his uh, or having a UCL tear. And he, he said it was because he was gripping the ball stronger because it was kind of slippery and he didn't have that sticky substance on his hand to um, mm -hmm. prevent him from doing it. But if it's going to injure pitchers, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't mind them using it, but personally, I don't think they should. I know, I follow Trevor Bauer a lot. He's, he was coming up with some process that the MLB needs to do where they put the ball through some machine and it right before that goes out to the pitcher and it, and it keeps it from being so um, just so, so it's not slippery, but uh, I don't believe pitchers should be using sticky uh, substances. Tanner, you on the same boat or different? Uh, for me, like, I don't really have an opinion on it. Because I haven't pitched since I was like I only pitched a little bit in high school, so I don't really know. Like I know the sticky substances like help pitchers grip the ball, but if it's gonna cause like a lot of injuries, like I don't know. I don't really have a stance on it. I know like using like pine tar and like what's it like spider tack. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't think pitchers should be using it. But if pitchers are gonna keep getting hurt and everything, then I don't know. We'll probably have to figure out some legal substance that they could use. But like, I don't know if you've seen, but like the spider tack, like if you like grab it and like put the ball like this outside your hand, like that's that stuff sticking to the palm of your hand. So I don't know. It's it's going to be well, interesting. Spider tack is incredibly, incredibly sticky. Yeah, I it is. Some, I was doing some research on it. Uh, and I mean, the, the world's strongest men competitions, the ones that are like lifting those like stones those are the people that train with spider tech and use it to lift those stones that literally have like no, no grip on them to get to, to help them lift it. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then uh, like Chase said, Trevor Bauer did come up with something and, and he did show, I don't know if you saw it, Chase or Tanner, but he was showing like the ball stick to his hand and it was just sweat and rosin, which both mm -hmm. are legal. Then it was sticky enough to where the ball was just hanging. So, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Life, so I can't really speak to pitching, but. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really a pitcher either, but I know back then all those pitchers were, were really into using rosin bags and all that. And I feel like now I, I don't know if I just don't notice them because they've been there for so long on the back of the mound, but I don't see any pitchers using them at all, like putting them on their wrists or whatever. So, I mean, maybe they got to give that a try. Who knows? All righty. Let's get into the segment called This or That. Uh, it's just going to be two options, and I want both of you to answer as quickly as possible and then explain a little bit why. So now that I know that one's a Phillies fan, one's a Mets fan, um, I guess this question kind of goes out the drain, but what stadium would you prefer watching a game at, Dodger Stadium or Angel Stadium? Dodger Stadium. And why? 
I just feel like I haven't been to that many Dodger games. Most of the time, like when our family or friends, we go to baseball games, you know, we go to angel games. But I feel like at Dodger Stadium, there's always Dodger fans and the crowd's very into it. But whenever we go to like angel games, like when the Angels play the Yankees, for example, half the stadium is full of Yankee fans. So you don't really get like that, that at-home feel. Mm. So I would choose Dodger Stadium. Chase? For me, it would have to be the Angels. Um, I know not right now, but you get to watch probably the best player in MLB play, Mike Trout. Going out, watching him just play every night is probably just a pleasure. And then they also got an MVP candidate, Shohei Otani. It's always amazing watching him pitch and hit in the same day. Not barely any pitchers are doing that nowadays. Yeah, and he's going to be in the home run derby too. Mm -hmm. Um, The news just came out with that. Both of you are hitters, so I mean, I think I know where this is going, but uh, bat flip or no bat flip? No bat flip. And for me, like, I remember when I was uh, young, my mom always said, like, when you when you hit a home run, like, you know you hit it, you should just run around the bases. Like, you're, you're going for, like a, like, a double or a triple. Like, you shouldn't be, like, showboating, and you should just always stay humble. So, mm-hmm. for me, I don't like to, to boast. So, like, if I'm just going to run down the line like I hit a single or, like, I hit a home run. So, that's for me. Interesting. Chase? For me, um, if it's a big, like if it's just a normal home run, I I say no bat flip. But if it's like a big playoff walk off, I don't mind the whole bat flip as long as they don't throw it high in there like Batista did a couple years ago. I think that was a little over over the top. But I mean, just a little little bat flip in a big situation in the playoffs or coming down the stretch. If it's a big big home run. I don't I don't mind it. Okay. I just don't like how sometimes the pitchers take offense to it and they start. I mean, it is kind of offensive when they when they see the bat flying. And the hitters should not walk around the bases. If they're going to bat flip, they should at least jog a little bit. But I don't think it should start like any any throw throwing behind the batters or anything. And are, are were both of you all right with pitchers celebrating? I think oh, it's yeah. awesome. So if if you get frozen at the plate, strike three. And someone just like starts moonwalking on the off the mound. <laughs> Are you gonna be all right with that? I think it's awesome watching Trevor Bauer pitch. He's always doing stuff like that. I think he threw last night. He struck someone out and he did his his sword uh, dance or whatever. But he's always, I always watch, love watching him pitch because he's always bringing high energy. And I mean, if I'm okay with uh, batters bat flipping, I don't know why pitchers can't celebrate. Tanner, are you like the same boat? Like, yeah, act like you've been here before. Uh, for me, like, I don't care Well, for like the bat flip question. I was just talking about for myself personally, but I don't care. Like oh, okay. if other batters, I don't care if other batters bat flip. And if the pitcher freezes me at the plate and he's doing his strut around the mound, I'll just tip my cap to him. And I, I know that next AB, he's not going to fool me twice. So I know I'm going to get him back next AB, but I could care less what the pitcher's doing on the mound. He's probably just trying to do it for a reaction from yeah. either myself, my team, his team, the fans. So just tip his cap and I know next time I'm going to get him. Next time you got him. Yeah. I like that answer. Day game or night game? Chase, you go. Uh, uh, for me, I don't really have a preference. I know uh, here at Laverne, we don't play many light uh, night games. So I do, I do enjoy playing day games. Um, I know in high school, I had a couple night games. I didn't have a lot of um, experience under the lights. 
Um, I know when I was younger, obviously travel ball, you play in those tournaments, you play all day. So you get some night games, but I don't really have to have a preference. I like playing day and night for me. And then for me, I say, I say day games because like waiting around all day till six, seven o'clock at night is just, just so antsy. Like I just want to be out on the field and play. So I feel like when I'm on the field earlier in the day, it's just, I just prefer playing in the day games because I don't have to wait all wait around all day to be out on the field. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, okay. Two more questions here. They don't relate to baseball now, but being in Southern California, um, we had the benefit of seeing some pretty cool skylines. Um, so are you more of a sunrise person or a sunset person? I'd say I'm a sunrise. I like getting up early. Um, getting after it and stuff. I don't like, like if I get up late, I wake up at 10 or, or 11, maybe even noon. I feel like my day's already over. It was, un, it was unproductive. Like half the day's already over. Yep. Um, there's some days, some nights I'll stay up pretty late, but I like getting up early. Normally during summer, I get up during, get up at 738 and just get out and start doing something. Tanner? Uh, for me, I'm more of a sunset person. Like at, at the beach, I don't know. I just like watching the sunsets. Our family, we go to uh, Oceanside. We have a timeshare. And so we normally go like two weeks in the summer. And so just watching the sunset with my family at night, I, I'm more of a sunset guy than sunrise. Nice. Y- y'all are like so different on so many of these questions. It's, it's kind of funny. All right, last question. This one is actually one that we always have been asking since we started doing the Laverne podcast. And um, let's see how you answer waffles or pancakes. Um, I'd say waffles normally when I go to a breakfast place or even at home, I'm always eating or not always, but I will have waffles way more than pancakes. I honestly can't remember the last time I've had pancakes. Tanner? And me as well. Waffles. I like waffles better. We have a waffle maker at home, so. It's just convenient. And then, like my brother said, I don't remember the last time I, I had pancakes. Yeah. It's funny because uh, I'm still waiting for somebody to say pancakes. I, I forget how many athletes we've interviewed thus far yet, but no one has picked pancakes yet. I mean, probably over 20 people, um, just small sample size still, but interesting that everybody's picking waffles. Hmm. All righty. Well, that's all we have for this episode of Know Your Leos. Tanner and Chase, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Yep. Thank you. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you.